0: One, two, three.
1: Tuesday with Tamika and P. You know what I'm saying? Like Hey, hey, okay. hey. <laughs> I feel like we always um it's it's you know, Tuesday with Tamika and and we just coined that name because it is uh it's been birthed out of years of me doing these inspirational videos, but I feel like giving, you know, we, we true church girls. So we like, to give, <laughs> we give honor where I... I do. So, um, what I, what, you know, what people, everybody knows that P's my sister. She's my ride or die. She is, you know, my co-host to this, um, beautiful podcast. So I just wanted to Say, you know, Tuesday with Tamika and P. Today, <laughs> <laughs> so we have a very, very good topic. Uh, first of all, thank you guys so, so much. I mean, we have the most amazing, loyal TWT fans. I know you guys are yeah. all new. Um, we hit 1.5 uh, thousand. Thousand with a T. Wow! Wow! Was a stack. Thousand, yeah. yes. Downloads last week, and it was. Or I'm sorry, about two weeks ago, and we just want to take the opportunity to thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for everybody that listens. Thank you for everybody that shares. Um, we are. We want to apologize for not having an episode last week. But you know, things happen in life, man. This coronavirus. This coronavirus. <laughs> you know, it has everybody just. Um, it, it's a difficult season right now. Um, I know my children are back and running in school, but we don't make no excuses. This was lit- literally legit, uh, um, just an error and oversight. We thought we had an episode um, already ready and pre-recorded, and it didn't happen. But that's kind of how life is, right? Things happen in life and a lot of times when things happen we tend to go to unhealthy behaviors and that's yeah. what our podcast is going to be about today just some unhealthy behaviors um that all of us are guilty if we're completely honest we are all i don't care how safe sanctified and filled with the holy ghost you are we have all fallen short of his glory and we have all fallen into yeah. various. Um, Things that have negative behaviors, right, or unhealthy behaviors. So today we really wanted to uh, spotlight addiction and recovery. We have an amazing guest that we're getting ready to bring on. But before we bring her on, I'm going to read a beautiful quote that I found about recovery. You guys all know I'm the quote queen. I I live by the (laughs) quotes. And then I want P to kind of just talk about what does this quote mean to you? as you know, as that I'm going to read, and then we're going to bring on our beautiful guest. So this was a, this is a quote. It's anonymous. We don't know the author of it, but it says, the goal isn't to be sober. The goal is to love yourself so much that you don't need to use. And we're going to, we're going to insert you know, you don't need to be a sex addict. You don't need to be addicted to porn. You don't need to be um, gambling. You don't, because a lot of times we highlight, and especially in the Christian faith, I'm going to come for y'all a little bit today, especially in the Christian faith. We love to talk about drug addicts or the the, the woman that has kids out of wedlock or all these different things. But these are, are things, are addictions or things that, um, Appear to be big in the faith, you know, because they're things that we can see. But some of y'all is creeping on some porn sites. Come on, somebody. Some of y'all is spending all y'all money and y'all rent money on these uh gambling sites and different things. So addiction comes in. Many. Are the
0: plate? We we don't like well, to talk about that in the church, but there's a problem.
1: Come on, sis, because there's a lot of healthy, and I mean healthy saints And, and <laughs> no, I mean unhealthy. But they you big. don't mean
0: healthy when you say healthy. But right. there's a lot of healthy saints, healthy, um, you know, on the pulpit, and you preaching about, you know, and you sitting
1: there, five hundred pounds, you know, can't do it. Come on, I mean, break mm-hmm. it out. Just make it plain. So, mm-hmm. what does that, what does that quote mean to you, P? I'm gonna read it one more time, and then we're gonna introduce our beautiful guests and get this podcast popping. So it says the goal isn't to be sober, the goal is to love yourself so much that you don't need and we're just gonna insert the word be an addict to anything. Well, I
0: think that means like I think if you focus on, okay, let me quit uh smoking or drinking or dabbling or sexing or eating or lying. Because an addiction can be anything. You could be addicted to manipulating people or you know, like, you, it could be anything. And I think those those silent ones are important because those silent killers, are, I think, is what kills your soul, your faith, your, mm. your spirit. Uh, because you, oh, well, I'm not drinking, I'm not smoking, I'm not having sex Like the top three, right? Then so you think you're all good. But I think, really, that, that quote, it speaks to me because it's not about just focusing on not doing that thing. It's focusing more on, why you are doing that thing because there's always a reason something that you're trying to cover Mm -hmm. up and usually that thing is not in a place of love that thing is in a place of hurt and pain something that happened along the years that is damaged and so you need to learn how to love that person that person that that hurt happened to if you can love that person, then you will no longer need, you know, the drink or the or the smoke or whatever you, you you know, are addicted to because you have discovered the why and worked on the why. And I think our guest today, she really has a good picture to what that means. And so I'm so excited for you guys to hear our, her
1: story. Nikki, you want to go ahead and introduce her? Yeah, but first of all, I mean, should we pass the offering plate? Because you was preaching like a whole you know, <laughs> you know, I'm just, you know, I just say my little two cents
0: and that's it. That's my submitted to Mika. And sometimes peace. Sometimes, sometimes,
1: sometimes That was so good. And I know for a fact that everything you spoke about. Our guest can just completely elaborate. We're going to allow her to kind of tell, give you her bio and tell you about her. But this is someone that we have known for years. I mean, 20 plus Our whole life. It's in our whole Not life. In my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She you is, guys are a little bit older. Yes. She is definitely a great, great Family, she's a sister, she is a cousin. You know, you know how you had in people that just come into your life and they become an honorary family member. This is definitely her, and she has a beautiful story of recovery. So come on in the room, Edwina. Where you at? Hey, sis, you got a minute. 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 You got a minute? Hey! 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 hey. hey. <laughs> Thank you so so very How much. How y'all doing today? We are doing, doing wonderful. Good. Wonderful. Doing so good. Thank you for being a guest on Tuesday with Tamika. You know, we this this platform was birthed out of love, out of transparency, out of honesty, and we have seen you throughout the years go through some stuff mm-hmm. and you are on the other side of that. So we just wanted to, you know, first of all, go ahead and take a minute and tell our listening, our audience, our TWT family, as we affectionately call them, tell them about yourself, give them your brief bio, and then we're going to jump into this podcast.
2: Okay. Well, um, I'm Edwina. They call me Winnie. Um I am... I'm a certified life coach as uh, well as Mika knows um and i to sum it up i I love God, and I have two beautiful sons um, one is about to be one years old and the other is seven um, yeah i I don't even know what to say i i to sum it up i I'm, I'm just a woman of god, and i i'm I'm just trying to do what's right and use my gift, and fulfill whatever purpose it is that God has for me.
0: Amen. 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 All right. Let's go ahead and jump into the question. So, Edwina, can you tell us a little bit about your addiction story? You can be as detailed or general as you like. But our audience, our audience always appreciates transparency because we be telling it like it ti is here at TWT. But go ahead and share uh, what you would like and what you feel comfortable
2: with. Well, I um, I come from a a a line of addicts. Uh, My my grandparents, both of them were alcoholics. Um, and my mother, my father. They were alcoholics, but my mom was also um, addicted to uh, crack cocaine. Um, I, my grandmother took custody of me when I was five. Um, I kind of went back and forth between my mother and my grandmother until ultimately when I turned 14, I moved here to California from Georgia. Um, and my mom was already in recovery. She had five years clean. But I didn't really have a, I didn't even know who my mother was. I didn't know what she looked like or anything like that. I got here in 96 and got off the bus wondering who, who is this woman? Um, I, I didn't realize the, you know, it's a generational curse. Let me just Mm -hmm. say that it's a generational curse that has followed our family for generations. And um, I started drinking very early Uh, at 16. I started drinking. And but it was just a oh, okay hey I'm sipping here sipping there it wasn't really a big deal for me. Um and as I grew older uh I would drink I was drinking a little bit more but it didn't really uh get bad for me cuz my my drug of choice was alcohol. Um mm-hmm. that's what did it for me. Um it didn't dawn on me until my grandmother passed in 2008 and my grandmother was my mother. I mean, Mm -hmm. although my mom missed some steps here and there, I had a wonderful godmother, whom you guys know, um, that picked up the slack for my mother. Mm -hmm. But my grandmother was, that was the one. And she passed in 2008. And I had just gotten married uh, to a woman. Yes, I was with a woman, married to her. Uh, And it was sudden for me. It seemed like it came out of nowhere that my grandmother passed. And, and, um. I didn't know. Like it talks talking about it now kind of still is is a sensitive spot for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that she was sick or anything. It was just out of the blue. My sister called me to tell me that my grandmother passed away. And that day I went uh I went to pick up my cousin and I got two fifths of ENJ. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that day. I just remember calling everybody in my family, cursing them out. Um, because no one told me anything mm-hmm. from there. It kind of went downhill. Um, I got a place with my uh, ex wife. Um, and she was, she was abusive. Mm-hmm. So she would drink and she would, she would drink and get abusive. And, uh, for me, it was just, I would find myself in the living room praying and and reading my Bible and she, it was like, she, like, she would get mad. Like all of a sudden she had another entity, you know, and, and she would get abusive. She, she would, she would beat me up. And from there, I just, it got worse. It got worse. Now I find myself drinking. Now I'm 26 years old and I'm drinking like, I'm. well, I mean, you can't really put an age on it, but I'm drinking like I've, I'm. I'm 55. I'm drinking yeah. so much now, now so much t- to the point where it, it, that's all, that's what I needed to, to be able to feel anything. Cause I was numbing so much mm-hmm. numbing, 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 just putting, drinking this alcohol. So I wouldn't have to feel cause I didn't want to feel yeah. anything. I did not want to feel anything. I hadn't, I hadn't mourned my, my, Grandmother's death. Now we're in 2010, and I didn't. Now I did beat up. I did beat up this girl so so much so to where I could. Pop, I could potentially be thrown into jail because I done, I did drink so much, and she. I didn't flash back to the time that she put her hand on me two years ago. So now I'm. I'm. I'm beating her like yeah. I don't even know her. Oh, and yeah. I. I. You know. I we broke up during that time and um I had I was living I was living alone. I was living with my my sister. My sister had moved in with me. And I remember I remember you calling me Mika and 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 you were asking me about a scripture and I'm like, "Wait, what?" Mm-hmm. Like, you know, cuz we hadn't talked in so long and it kind of like made me open my like I don't know, it was like you I don't know. It was, and I call myself trying to, Oh girl, I want to cry now. Uh, (laughs) I call myself trying to get, you know, okay. Oh, wow. Wait, well, hold on, hold on. Cause nobody had in like so many years, no one had called me in so long to ask me how I was doing or, um, ask me about God or the Bible. And you were asking me about a scripture and I'm like, wait, huh and i think it had something to do with um i think i'm gonna day? tell you right right now someone,
1: and- someone was getting baptized hold hold on right there because i remember this okay. day, Day, and um i remember you know you were in the lifestyle and i was just like praying for you because you know you're my heart and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm never one thing i could say i know a lot of people say i'm non-judgmental but i truly believe that i walk that you know, even if I don't believe mm-hmm. what a person is doing, I would never, I, I just love them through it. Cause I feel like that's what God would do. Of course, mm-hmm. you know, you point out things. Or you exactly. Speak, but you don't have to be like condemning. And I feel like a lot of times, mm-hmm. That's what the church does, the quote unquote church. And then this that's is that's why-, why I stayed away from the church. Yes, and this is why we leave lose people. So I'm gonna tell you exactly what scripture it is, and this is such God intervention right now because I actually just taught on this, and it's amazing how God um brings everything back. So the scripture was mm-hmm. Uh, chapter one verse, and I don't know why I asked you about this, Um, chapter 16, so I'm going to read it real quick, it's, I mean, I'm sorry, Ruth chapter one verse 16, and Ruth said, "Entreat me not to leave thee, or return from thee, for with, whether thou goest or whether where thou go and where thou lodge i will lodge thy people will be thy people thy god will be my god why did i ask you about yes. that scripture i have
2: no clue but god knows
1: yeah man go that through. was a scripture I was that
2: with. i was going with you don't understand mika that scripture right there at that time that was my scripture like that was i i knew that book from the from the front to the back the, Woo! Goodness! Wow! My God! God is so good. God is amazing. yes, 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 yes. Mm. <clears throat> well, I, I all right, definitely, that was, that keep going. That was yeah. That was a, that was a moment for me, you know. And then at that time, um, I was struggling with the fact that I'm I'm dating these I'm dating women, you know. Yeah. And I didn't realize I was trying to numb that too, you know, like just trying to be this 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 person that didn't care what people thought and and I was still moving you know but all in all the while in the back of my mind I do care what specific people think about me you know why why she frowning her face at me why my mama don't call me no more or Mm -hmm. why my cousin you know it, it got bad and I called myself running I ran like I do so well I ran and. I, I said, okay, whatever. I, I, I go, I go get with my best friend and um, he had been my friend for years and I get pregnant with my son, Michael. And now that, that man did a lot for me. But, um, the thing is at that time I was, I was struggling with getting over the fact that I had been molested by my brother and, um, you know, and, and, and I had been raped when I was, that's what it ultimately got me down here to California. Mm-hmm. And I had just exposed this information to my son's father and he, I woke up one day and he was, he was on top of me. Mm-hmm. And oh. cause for the life of me, I couldn't understand how I got pregnant because we said we were going to wait. And pregnant. Uh-huh. so I got I got this uneasy feeling because I looked up and he was there and you know oh okay so um I I so that's how I got that's how I got pregnant with my I conceived my first son by him taking it while I was asleep Mm. and I I immediately I moved I moved out and I went to my mom's house and I remember sitting on my mom's chair and I'm like I we went to the store and. I ran across the street while she was inside the store to go get me a drink. And Mm. I just remember sitting in this chair and just, just telling her to take the baby out of me. Just take it, just take it, you know? Mm -hmm. And I kept my son, you know, I drank the entire pregnancy and, and for the life of me, I just thank God my son came out. Okay. But I was wounded. You know, he did the very thing I had just expressed this to him prior to, you know, and and then for me to wake up to that, it kind of damaged everything. So I, I ran and I ran back to my ex-wife. So. I, during the course of that, eventually, like when my son was 10 months, I left my ex-wife and I never went back because I asked God, I said, God, if this is not the life that you want me to have If this is not where you want me to be take it away take this desire to be with women away mm-hmm. I woke up the next morning and I packed my things and I left and I never went back wow. I never went back I, I, I haven't been I never went back and it it, it didn't it it's it, I don't look I, it's not the same you know mm-hmm. and but yeah and still I was still struggling with my mommy issues. I didn't know I had these. I thought I was cool because, you know, I'm saved. I pray and, you know, all these things. But no, I was wounded. That that little girl inside of me was still hurting, yeah. was still wanting to be loved, still yearned for her mother. You know, so I I would I, I moved, I moved on, I got my place and I'm doing I'm doing okay for myself. And my mom would call me, she would nitpick and and do little things and I would notice Now I know, I know, but every time I would hang up with, on the phone with her, I'll walk right to the liquor store and give me a bottle. I didn't, I, I was numbing that. I was numbing that. But then one day my mom called me and she said, do you hate me? And I don't, for the life of me, it seemed like that came out of nowhere. And I'm like, why would I hate you? You're my mom. I love you. You know? But after that was when it 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 just kind of spiraled out of control. I left my place. Um, My my son was with the ex-wife, and she because she took him. And and now I'm I'm looking. I'm on the corner, and I'm standing in front of McDonald's, begging for change to give me a bottle. Wow. I, I it took for me to be sitting in the park, and the guy that I was. They didn't at the time his father was like something's wrong with her why is she you know i had to go to the hospital if i if they hadn't take, taken me to the hospital i would have died i would have died mm. so i'm now i'm in this hospital and I'm, I'm i'm detoxing and i go to treatment shortly after i went to treatment in july of 2017 and it seemed like everything was taken from me because now, I'm, I, am because for like, for a year, I was just begging to hear God again, because I, mm-hmm. I guess I had blocked him out. So my prayer for like a whole year was, I just want to hear your voice. I want to feel you like I used to feel you. My God. And the whole time, God was right there. He was right there. But my, everything, it was just, everything was just blurry and cloudy. It took for, so God said, okay, you still not listening. You don't hear me. So he, my son is gone. Right? He takes yeah. him, okay. Now I'm gonna take your boyfriend. I'm gonna take your boyfriend. He he. Now he's locked up in prison for beating me unconscious with a crutch. Mm. Wow. Okay, I got wow. Th- those. Those two are gone now. So can you hear me now? Yeah. So I'm in. I'm in treatment, and I'm. I'm. I'm struggling, and I'm. I'm praying. I don't have no support system. My mama wasn't there. My mama was. You know, she jumped on the bandwagon with the ex-wife. Now I don't. I ain't talked to her. And I go to court, and my mama over. On her side to be Ooh, wow, her witness, wow. trying to take wow. my son. Yes, wow. and I'm like, what in the world? Where they do that? Because I'm thinking, to me, you would support me because you're sober. You, 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 you are in the rooms of recovery. Mm-hmm, you yeah. wanted me to get sober all this time, mm-hmm. but you don't. You don't support me. You get mad at me, and you tell me not to ever contact you again because I write you a ten-page letter while I'm in treatment to let you know I'm not mad at you. Mm, how could i at you loving me when you didn't know how to love because your mother never showed you that type of love Mm -hmm. i can't i can't i can't punish you and blame you and be mad at you for something you don't even know how to do wow so guess what i i forgive you but guess what i'm not gonna wait 14 years before i get my son back yeah from there she she was upset you know it is what it is but I. I relapsed shortly after that, when we, when I went to court, and that was in November of 2017, I relapsed because I was hurt. I couldn't even talk in front of the judge. I couldn't Mm -hmm. speak. I just so shocked that my mother was there, you know? So I I fought in court for about hmm, a year. I I just remember God taking that taste away from me after that. After I relapsed in November, I I attempted to drink again and and it 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 just wasn't the same. It didn't it was pointless. It was just the taste was completely gone. Until this day I still don't drink. So it's just like I thank God for that. I thank God that he took that from me because that alcohol I I I would have lost my mind. But guess what as soon as I said God I I'm going to follow you and and okay I give it I I you know because I had this issue because the judge had given um, my son to my ex-wife until you know I, you know until six months later, until you know I was mm-hmm. more stable because at the time I was yeah. in sober living and whatnot, he said, we'll revisit this in May, and I have this timeline in my head, and I remember in February of 2018, God said my name, they shook me shook me in <laughs> the bed like to make sure. Everything, as soon as I said, okay, God, because I had this self-entitlement issue, like, I'm the birth mom. How could the, he ain't going, you know, I'm the birth mom. I got all the rights. No, 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 no. I had to, during that time, I, was, I had to reframe my mind. You know, I had to change my way of thinking. And I said, you know what, God, you know what? I give them back to you. I give my son back to you, crying and in tears, walking down 4th Street in Long Beach from the court because the judge had denied another, another petition. I say, okay, he's not mine, he's yours. Edwina, hold I on. I give my gift.
1: Um, okay. Wow. Oh, man, this, this is so, so good. And you may be listening to this and you're starting to get triggered or you're starting to think about childhood traumas that you faced or things that you have been through and now your eyes are clear and you're able to realize that you you're not a bad person you're you are dealing you are trying to just as Edwina is sharing in her beautiful story that you are trying to numb the pain of these childhood hurts and these childhood traumas and and things that are completely out of our control so i want to stop right here we're gonna bring Edwina back in just a second but i want to pause and give you some resources and as we all always do. These resources will be in our show notes, but I felt like this was an important part of this episode to stop and tell you about the Rain organization, r-a-i-n-n.org. If you are someone that is suffering with the hands of domestic violence, please reach out to them. Their telephone number is 1-800-656-HOPE, H-O-P-E. Again, that's the Rain Foundation dot org. In addition to that, if you are suffering with alcohol addiction, if you are, are struggling with drugs or anything, there are many, many sites that can help you. If you go to um, um, AA, you know, AA meetings in your area. Um, When we bring Edwina on before we end our episode, I also want to give you guys those hotlines because addiction is real, trauma is real. Child sexual abuse is real. And as we know, it's been highlighted so heavily in our news. And it's not that it's new because is talking about things that happened in the 80s and the 90s. It's just now because of social media, we're seeing these things more frequently. I know we have a lot of young people that listen to this episode. If you or someone you know is suffering, you can call the numbers we just mentioned or you can reach out to us at TuesdayWithTamika at gmail.com. And we will point you. In the right direction. All right. So with that um, information, we want to continue. I don't know about you guys, but I like literally feel the Holy spirit and I feel just so much release that's happening through her sharing her story. And you know, the funny thing is, is that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to hide certain things in that book of Ruth. Uh, Edwina, when Naomi um, changed her name to Mara, God revealed to me, and which means sorrow, and the woman of many sorrows, because she lost her husband, and she lost her sons. um, God was well pleased with her because she was honest with him. As she was going through all that stuff, she cried out to him and she said, Lord, help me. I believe the reason why a lot of of us cannot um, recover from addictions of any kind is because we're not honest. And not only addictions, but traumas or different things. That plague our life. It's because we try to sugarcoat things. So, Edwina, with that, yeah. continue on with your story of how God shook that bed and began to talk
2: to you. So, so yeah, I was uh, laying down, and, and God, he he shook me. He 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 said my name to make sure he he communicated me with me in a way that I would know that it was him. And as I was saying, I was I was walking down this street from court. And I, I was trying to get um, a, a contempt of court, you know, because son now for like 10 months mm. and uh, this woman wasn't abiding by this court order. And, and I, I said, okay, I, I I kept saying, I, 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 when it was God telling me, I, I told you, I got this, I got you. And I go to the house and, and, now, I look down at these papers, this denial, but at the bottom, the judge is giving me specific instructions on how to file it correctly, okay? Come and when he granted this. He, he granted it. He, oh, and I, 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 I said, okay, okay, see, so that's all I had to do? All I had to do was give them back to you? Okay. And from then on, from then on, that was in march april everything turned around for me everything that i asked for god gave it to me from yeah from there god gave me everything that was taken from me god gave it back wow gave it back to me and then some let me tell you he gave me the he gave i made plans as if i already had my son back come on i made sure my work schedule was to that I made sure okay well she he might say I have to drive to Fontana because now she just skipped hop jump to a whole nother county when she wasn't supposed to guess what God gave me a he gave me a car too I bought it myself I didn't have to oh okay oh you're gonna take your car back now because we ain't on good terms no more uh God said Oh, the devil is a liar. God mm-hmm. said, "Okay, since so he took he took your son, she took your son. I'm gonna give you your son back, and I'm gonna bless you with another one." Come on. Yeah, oh, yeah. I got that. I got, I got that out the deal too. Thank you. And she's looking at me like, "How you doing all of this? How that happened for you? How that happened?" Just praying for my praying for me to fall. Till this day, she is. Till this day, I said, "I'm gonna send you the link to the podcast so you can listen to it." from from then on out god kept god kept blessing me god kept blessing me and then now now today i know what my purpose is you know i had already knew to women i knew that god was gonna use me to talk to women so guess what i took i i i was a chef i'm no i'm no longer a chef I, I, I now I want to he- I want to help somebody I want to do this for these girls that are feeling like they can't talk to nobody they feeling mm-hmm. like they got to hide behind closed doors about what they brother did or they mama did or whoever guess what it, it, you ain't got to be silent no more yeah. you can speak it and God God is gonna heal straight up because that's what he did for me I can speak it because I am a walking testimony. I I, I sat and watched God give me everything back. I didn't fight this woman. I told her, this ain't my battle. You want to argue with me? You ain't got to argue with me. Go talk to God. Go talk to God. And and there it is there. And guess what? God gave me my son back. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. (laughs) I have my baby now. And I have another one too.
0: Yes. Amen. Amen. It is what it is. God always blesses you. Double over. You want one thing and mm-hmm. when you act right and you align yourself, he'll give you more than that one thing that you ask. He'll bless you, he'll bless you double over for your obedience. So that's just a little two cents. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting
1: yeah. over here trying And God is good. I'm sitting over here trying to not go into full-blown speaking in tongues because <laughs> I just I realize what that scripture was all about because the story of Ruth is a direct relationship to your story, Adwina, and a lot of times people read that mm. story and they think it's all about the Boaz. No, it was about Ruth's character. Mm-hmm. It was about how she followed instructions. It was about how she was humble yes. through everything that she was doing. She just listened and trusted. She she went through everything. Come on, yes, everything. Yes, girl, you better say that. Yes, yes.
0: everything. We got our uh, engineer put an organ
1: right here. Yes, Because this is time! it is shouting time because that's what we you know this story is definitely about recovery but i want you guys to be able to pull out the gems because when you are not able to follow directions, all she had to do. So she was so, Edwina was so focused on me, 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 I, 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 what I want, what, she stopped, she listened to the voice of God and she was able to look down at the papers and follow the simple instructions that were already given to her. God will give us the Mm instructions, but oftentimes we overlook it because we want to do it our way or we want it fast, quick, and in a hurry. But if we follow his instructions, Ruth lost everything. Naomi lost everything. Naomi's sons, both of her sons were dead. Her husband was dead. God blessed her with Boaz as her, as her son-in-law. And then Ruth ended up carrying, which is which we know was the direct line of Jesus Christ. So her son was the direct line of Jesus Christ. God restored everything back to you, plus some, gave you some, right? And mm-hmm. that's what happens yes, when we listen yes. to his voice. When we harden not our heart and turn from our evil ways, man i don't even i man oh man (laughs) i don't even know if we need to get into the rest of these interview questions i want us to just go ahead and jump into the community spotlight p can you go ahead and tell them about what the community spotlight segment is
0: it's us the community
1: well every every time we get on we really like
0: to just highlight our community we have a lot of wonderful awesome things happening in our community and if you guys weren't weren't touched by Edwina's story and her journey then you might want to check your pulse because (laughs) it's 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 amazing it's it's amazing how how because people always want to talk about you when you're going through the journey you know I'm talking about they always want to put your name they want to judge you. They want to oh. condescend you. They want to write you off. But God, God that. never writes you off. God never turns up his nose at you when you're living just in that. sin. He always just stands there and he waits with open arms. He waits as he chastens you. He waits. Come and on, he shows compassion yeah. and he shows love. And so if you weren't touched by this testimony on today, just send a message to TWT, the Gmail. We're going to pray for you. Amen. All <laughs> right. So I said all that just to give Edwina an a opportunity to highlight her coaching business and what she has to offer. Because as you guys see, she, it's already a, a lot. Once somebody has walked, she can say, I walked these shoes she can't, she, she doesn't have to say mm-hmm. she heard one time, she read a book, this, her auntie on her side said this one time, no, she knows <laughs> because she walked it herself, she's been at that bottom herself, and herself, by the grace of God, and the power of God, she rose up out of that, so Adwina, tell them about your cooking business, and help them get their life through, help them gather it up,
2: oh, yes, 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 um, I have a, uh, uh, it's called Berry to Blossom Coaching Services. It's catered towards women that have uh, that need to rebuild their self-esteem and and. Oh goodness, uh, I'm on the spot. I just forgot. Uh, <laughs> uh, Berry to Blossom Coaching Services, um, and I, I'm I'm here to help women, uh, adolescent girls, up until the age of 25. So it's uh, I have the coaching service for the girls, and as well as that, um, I am currently. Uh, creating an online course for women who need to rebuild their self-esteem after uh, post-breakup or any type of abuse, and as well as that, I have, I have completed the first draft of my book. It's "Buried to Blossom: uh Healing the Scars Behind the Inner Child," mm. and that should be um, and and that's going to be a three-part uh, series. So that's what I'm working on.
1: (laughs) She has a lot to offer. And Edwina, we gonna link up after this because I want us to do some type of virtual something with women where they can get on and we can just walk them through the healing process just, just by telling our stories because I believe...
2: Okay, I'm here. I'm sorry, I missed it. I missed it. I'm sorry. I'm no, back that's, here. Okay.
1: I'm back. that's okay. That's um, okay. We're gonna. I, I want us to get on and do some type of virtual summit where we can help people walk through walk through the healing process. So we're gonna be linking up.
2: Yes,
1: Edwina, we wanna sincerely thank you from the bottom of our heart for sharing your story. All of her information is going to be in the show notes. Man, this was such a good episode. And as P said, if our Gigi grandma used to say years ago if you didn't feel that there's a great possibility that you ain't got nothing, (laughs) right? She said, (laughs) if we would have a high service, she would say, if you don't feel nothing, it's a great possibility that you don't have nothing. And I feel like we can also say that for this episode. I mean, just- Okay, hello? just the human experience. Hold on, Edwina. Um, I'm going to keep you muted. Just the human experience going through, um, trials and tribulations and overcoming. We all have that resilient factor within us. We all have the ability to, uh, heal our inner child. She said some very, very key things. As you're listening to this podcast, I want you to share it out. There's people that need to hear that there can be healing after trauma. You guys all know what I say. I have turned my trials into treasures. One day I'm a, I'm a flip the script and have peek tell her testimonies because she like to give little two cents here and two cents there, but she is a bad mama jamma. And you guys already know that. And it, as she said, it, you got more than two cents <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it comes from just resilience. Maybe, maybe 50. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She got about a 50 cent piece. So <laughs> what, um, Edwina, um, before we get out of here, Go ahead and tell the people how they can get in contact with you.
2: Okay. It's a uh, to blossom coaching services at gmail.com as well as raising divine queens at gmail.com
1: perfect so we will make sure to put all of that in the show notes as promised i wanted to leave you guys with some more resources if you're dealing with any type of addiction samsha has a helpline you can call 1-800-662-HELP and you can get in contact with addiction counselors with mental health counselors to help you through this process however Please get in contact with Edwina. You guys know what we all about. We lifting while we climbing. There's no competition. She's a coach. I'm a coach, but we about to link up and we're going to do some healing together because we, what I've learned is that there's strength in numbers. And when you have people on your side, ladies, we don't need to compete with one another's gentlemen. We don't need to uh, fight for position. When God, what God has for you, will be for you. P, take us out with some final thoughts.
2: Amen.
0: Well, I, I just want to say, Adriana, thank you so much for joining us and sharing your story because thank you it for touched me. me, and I know it 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 had to touch uh, you guys. I just want you guys just to to, be, to believe in God for your journey for your journey and your capital Y-O-U-R, your journey, because Edwina shared everything that she was going through. And I feel like a lot of the times, especially in the Christian faith, people are going through things just like that. And we choose to turn up our nose. We choose to be like, oh, don't talk to her because she is sin, or don't this, or don't, Mm -hmm. you know, but I just hope that this, this, Conversation has taught us as Christians how to be more Christ like. Every time Edwina heard God's voice, it wasn't in any type of condemning way, it was a savior's voice. A savior's voice, and He was there to -hmm. provide her shelter and hope. And so, as you guys go through your journey, whether or not you are struggling with addiction know that God is there not to judge you but to provide you security to provide you hope to provide you a way of of life a better way of life and so just try them and we are here at TWT to you know be there for you to point you in the right direction to listen we are not nobody's therapist therapy works, though
2: Yes, hopefully
0: we can be a catalyst for your healing by just telling the story. That's all I got to
1: say. That was beautiful. Edwina, thank you. Um, as you guys know, continue. We want you to continue to live a life to inspire and not impress. We'll be here next Tuesday with some more great information. If you guys have show topics that you would like us to bring. If you if you yourself have an amazing story that you would like to share on the podcast, email us at TuesdaywithTamika at gmail.com. We love you guys. We miss you guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.